Thank you for listening. You can send us feedback at BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. We welcome any kind of feedback, and it might get read on the air in a future podcast. Once again, the email address is BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate and review our podcast on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on. This and word of mouth are the two ways to help us reach a larger audience. Thank you in advance for doing this. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you have a great day. Goodbye. Happy Almost New Year from us at Be Kind Rewind. This is your Disney Plus movie podcast. My brain's not working well today. I, of course, am Dan, and with me for for about the... 53rd time it feels like is it is, is that for real is that a real number well we started on 86 and we are at 120 so we're almost at i think that's like 44 45 somewhere around there nice it's been a year since we first made the acquaintance and i think it was like a month later that we made you the official co-host yep it's crazy so if you listened to last week's episode, you know that you had no homework, and that was because we didn't want for you to have to watch any zany, wacky, crazy movies. So we are trying out something a little bit different for the year in review. We are actually doing a year in review. The two of us are going to be looking at the episodes that we have covered together giving you our favorites for the month and our least favorites for the month. And we are actually starting it in February since Kyra's first official episode was episode 86, which was The Incredible Journey. So during that month, we had The Incredible Journey, The Sword in the Stone, and Moonspinners. And I pretty much think I know which one your worst is because we both lamented the lack of imagination, the lack of use of um, Haley Mills in mm-hmm. Moonspinners, and we could never really figure out what type of movie it was. So is that your worst for that month? Man, I don't know. Like, if I watched it today, then I probably would be like, yeah, that was pretty bad. Um, but, you know, it's been a few months, and my memory is telling me, I think I hated incredible journey um obviously sword in the stone is going to be my favorite there okay. i love you so much but um between moon spinners and incredible journey is really hard because i i guess because i'm looking back on it thinking of the things i laughed at in moon spinners wow. that weren't supposed to be funny yeah. and that was entertaining enough okay so why well i'm on I'm on board with moon spinners, but I'm, is it because of the animal, shall we say, cruelty in The Incredible Journey? The reason yeah. why that one was so low? I mean, we only yeah. had three episodes that month, but still. All right. But yeah, Sword in the Stone is by, by far and away my favorite of that month. But moon spinners, I, I just, I couldn't get into it. And I watched it once, probably won't watch it again, even if Thompson asks for it. 
Because I'll be like, you're wasting however long that movie was. And you'll never get that time back. <laughs> I I think that um, thinking back, like if you told me I had to choose between one of those to watch now. I, like, Or if you if you asked me which one of these would you watch again, mm-hmm. um, it would be Moon Spinners between those two. Um, because of the, like, just the animal one just wasn't really yeah. my cup of tea. I guess neither of them were, but if I had <laughs> to choose between those two, it would be Moon Spinners. Okay. All right. Well, we will go ahead and move on to March. March, we had Mary Poppins, Emil, and the, or excuse me, Emil and the Detectives. Don't want to mispronounce that name. And let me get to the next screen. And those Calloways. <laughs> if anyone's listened to this show, like one episode of it, they know how this is going to go. <laughs> yeah. All right. So favorite movie, obviously, Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. I actually wasn't on that episode. I think I was sick or there was oh. some schedule conflict. I don't remember. It was so long ago. But out of these three, Mary Poppins is definitely the the favorite. Okay. And, of course, the movie that she would not want to have to be tied down to listen to, watch, or anywhere. Especially when Disney about- when Disney doesn't even want for you to watch that movie. <laughs> it is those Calloways. Yeah. Like, all I remember... Well, I remember more about that movie than I want to. But primarily, <laughs> like, geese and alcoholism. But isn't that most mostly what goes together when you're out shooting geese? You have lots of time on your hands. I don't hunt, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't either. So if you are a hunter and that is not you, please write in and tell us how wrong. I mean, we're I've been hunting three times in my life, and all three times were with my... I think I was too loud for anything to actually be shot. So, all right. Well, I think we're starting to get into the better movies for the mm-hmm. year, if that's even possible. April, we had That Darn Cat, the original, not the one with Christina Ricci, The Ugly Dachshund, The Adventures of Bullwit Griffin, and the 1967 Jungle Book. This is so hard. Like, I don't know if I can... Okay, actually, least favorite is definitely Ugly Dachshund. That, that's easy. Um, Jungle Book, I love. Obviously, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Um, I will watch it again and again. But I had never seen That Darn Cat or Bullwhip Griffin, and I loved those. Like, I watched them back multiple times, and I've actually watched them in the months since, um, multiple times. So I don't know if I can choose between those two as a top favorite, because they both, like, I went in, like, I as I often do with some of these completely unaware of anything to do with these movies and they just blew me away i loved them see now that kind of surprises me even though we have talked so much especially given the fact that you grew up watching disney movies that you had never seen that darn cat but now you had seen the remake is that right uh i think i probably saw it in a video store but I never actually seen the movie. Okay. Um, yeah, I think we probably talked about this in in that episode. But I was aware of that darn cat, but I'd never seen it. Um, so I I really didn't know anything about it besides cat. 
<laughs> yeah. All right. My top for that month was Bullwhip Griffin. Just because the... And my bottom was the Ugly Dachshund. Bullwhip edged out Jungle Book just because I had no idea what I was going in for. And it has far and away become one of my favorite movies that we've watched during the during the entire hundred and I think twenty one or twenty two episodes that we've done mm-hmm. to date. And that is one that I will definitely be looking forward to watching with T just to see his reaction, see if he thinks this is crazy as I did. Because I think it was the craziness and the fact that it w- I mean, yeah, there were some content issues, but Disney in the 60s, I don't think there was a movie that didn't have content issues. Yeah. If we if we think if we think back on the on what we've covered. So, I'm looking forward to actually watching that one with him. That ugly dachshund had no idea what I was getting into and didn't it didn't hook me enough to make me want to go back and watch it. But the other three that month, I know I'll watch again. Just because that darn cat's hilarious. Jungle Books, like you said, it's a classic. But Bullwhip may end up getting pulled out at least once a year. Just to see if it retains it. See if I retain that same thought of it was a good movie and we need to keep it in the rotation. So we go from May into a month that is going to be very hard for you to pick a good movie out of. Or actually, it's got one good movie and two, shall we say, not so good movies. Mm-hmm. We had The Happiest Millionaire, Blackbeard's Ghost, and the original Love Book. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say that I'm thinking that your favorite of the month was The Happiest Millionaire, and your least favorite was The Love Book. Wrong. <laughs> um, nope. Anybody who listens to us regularly knows how we feel about The Happiest Millionaire. It's the unhappiest movie, um, save for the one scene with the ants singing jabs at each other. Um, yeah, that's that still, I would say, is bottom five for the whole year, okay. uh, just this month. And... Um, yeah, like the love bug has to be the favorite, but I really enjoyed Black Blackbeard's Ghost as well. Yeah, um, Happiest Millionaire is. I think it's actually not even. It's like bottom three. It's not even bottom five. I don't think there's too many that's better than that. Because when we actually had episode 100, I think both of us had that like number one and number two for the worst movie that we've watched. And I know we've watched at least one movie since then that may bump it out of the worst or the second worst movie ever. Mm -hmm. But we will get into that when we actually get into November, I think. The Love Bug is a classic and I will, it's always going to hold a, a, um, special place in my heart. But the way that Peter Ustinov played back Blackbeard, and this was the first time that I had actually seen Peter Ustinov in a Disney movie, or actually in a comedic role, I guess would be the better way to say it. 
mm-hmm. it actually edged out the love bug because because when you've got your hero shooting finger guns at somebody and Blackbeard just taking punches and swings and destroying a casino and of course the people that he's fighting with can't see him so they can't fight back it, it kind of put it just maybe a half an inch above a love bug yeah that one's so zany like yeah I can't imagine anyone saying they don't like that movie unless they just don't like fun. All right. Well, we are up to June, which we actually had two official Disney movies. And then I think the movie that's been called the worst movie of all times mm-hmm. with our special guest interview. We had the computer wear wore tennis shoes and the Aristocats. And then for those of you who were new to the show... And just decided, well, let's pick up a brand new podcast, 121 episodes in. For our 100th episode, we had Jackie Naaman Jones of Manos to Hands of Fate. And we sat down and talked to her about Manos and also about the 1960 Swiss Family Robinson, which was her favorite movie growing up. So, yeah, I'm struggling with this month because... The computer that the computer wore tennis shoes. I don't know if it was because it was something that I grew up watching, but watching it now, it doesn't. It didn't hold the love that I guess I had for it when I was growing up. I had never watched the Aristocats, so I didn't know what I was getting into with that. I think the the best movie of the month was Manos. Uh so man, yeah, this one's tough because Manos in the hands of Fate, or just and not no. There's no and, is it? It's just Manos, the hands of yeah. Um, Come on, did 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 you did you watch the Mystery Science Theater version? Uh, no, I don't think I. I don't think <sighs> I found it, and which is embarrassing because it's probably not difficult. So, um, like that movie was weird, but that like recording that episode and talking to her about it was so fun. So like the movie itself, well, and I think I watched Swiss Family Robinson or tried to um, so that I would I hadn't seen it and then you know we were going to talk about it with her so um, I don't remember if I liked it or not so I almost feel like that doesn't count like that episode was so fun though mm-hmm. um, but so between the other two movies um, I'd never seen either of them before and I really liked the computer wore tennis shoes. Um, I like we'll get to it, but the sequel that we watched later in the year oh, was such a disappointment. Um, but I, I enjoyed the original, mm-hmm. and um, I think I would rank it over Aristocats just because it was so unexpected for to me. Like, I didn't expect much out of it. And Aristocats, like, I'd never seen, but I'd grown up, you know, kind of knowing about. So I had higher expectations for it, I think. Mm-hmm. But I, like, overall enjoyment, I think I, I would say Computer War Tennis Shoes. Okay. All right. We are halfway through the year. We are at July. We had Million Dollar Duck, Bed Knobs and Broomsticks, Biscuit Eater. And our most downloaded podcast of all time, with 173 downloads as of right now, or as of when we are recording this, Snowball Express. I have no clue 
how or why, but we're still picking up one or two downloads like every other week on that episode, on that episode for some reason. Snowball Express popping. Yeah. Um. So out of these four, man, this this is another hard one. <laughs> um, because I didn't really hate any of these movies. <laughs> um, but I don't know that any of them were really super great. I think Snowball. <gasps> is probably my least favorite. Um, wait, wait, wait. Back up, back up, back up. No, I think Biscuit Eater <laughs> is my least favorite of these. But even, like, I remember, like, I was singing the theme song to my dog. And um, there was a couple parts of it that made me really emotional. Um, so I, I, it almost feels unfair to rank it at the bottom. It's just out of these, it would be my least favorite. Okay. And then... Um, well, I don't know. Now I'm like, what about Million Dollar Duck? I didn't really like it at all. <laughs> I don't know. This is a hard one. I, I would say Bedknobs and Broomsticks is probably my favorite out of these four. Okay. And I think Bedknobs and Broomsticks was the zaniest of them just because of Angela Lansbury being a mail-order witch. Mm-hmm. Mail-order correspondence witch, I guess, would be what you would call it. Before there was online schools to do that kind of stuff. Yeah, these are all kind of, like, it's hard to choose with these four because I I think there were things about each of them I really enjoyed and then things mm-hmm. about each of them that I really hated. So it's kind of hard. What do you yeah. think? Yeah, I, th- I thought I had all this figured out before we started recording. Because <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, I know, I know which ones are the good ones, and now we're coming to a month where they're really wasn't a far and away above board winner. I mean, the fact that Million Dollar Duck had gamma radiation involved, but you didn't get to see Bill Bixby until, I think, November of this year. And he was the original Incredible Hulk. So they could have had a big tie-in with that, but I don't know what year the Incredible Hulk started either. So I'm really, I'm grasping and trying to make things work here. As you can see, my brain starting to work. Um, Snowball was just crazy enough to be good, which may be why it's our most downloaded episode. Um, I, if we had to pick a last pet, absolutely had to pick a last place, it would probably be Biscuit Eater, just because out of the four, it didn't. About the best part of that movie was the the theme song, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Which y'all can go back, because I think I actually put that on as the, um, either the intro or the outro for that movie. But as far as the other three, I can't really... I guess if we had to pick somebody, it would have to be Bedknobs and Broomsticks, just because that's the one that I am familiar with out of those four, going in before we started recording every episode. So, I guess that's the one I'm going with. Bed knobs is top. Biscuit Eater's last. So, I think we're we're in agreement there. Just tough with those ones. Ooh, and we're going to have another hard one for you. Because... No. no? I don't think so. You don't think so? Okay. August was Robin Hood. The I Am Groots. And Herbie Rides Again. Yeah, that's not difficult at all. Oh, Okay. So it's I Am Groot by a, by a landslide, right? No, Robin Hood is number one, always in my heart. <laughs> um, and Herbie Rides Again was a big disappointment. Yeah. 
Yeah. No, this one's super easy. Robin Hood, yes. Herbie rides again. Herbie was barely in the movie. Yeah, okay, yeah. I'm I'm thinking that the Groots edges out Herbie or edges out Robin Hood for me. Of course, I'll allow it. Of course, I don't have the emotional tie that you do to Robin Hood and how that was your first crush and everything like that, but we'll <laughs> agree to disagree on this. Yeah, no. I, the Groots were super fun. Um I like I we've watched them a bunch of times mm-hmm. since then. Um but I mean nothing can top Robin Hood in my heart. Like if if we I don't think we talked about this, but like if we were going to rank all of the movies that we watched this year, I would I would have to say like I can't include Robin Hood because like there's no competition. I'd have to like Robin Hood would have to forfeit for my list and I'd have to like choose something else to make it more a little more interesting. Oh, so you'd have to pick the happiest millionaire. No. <laughs> Never. And see so once again it all comes back into the happiest millionaire. Alright. Uh September we had three episodes again. Shaggy DA, The Bears and I and the Castaway Cowboy. Shaggy D.A., far and away best movie of this month. The Bears and I, just because of its insensitivity, the white mansplaining, it, it, it can't be anything worse than, or it can't be middle of the road of those three. Yeah. Um, I'm struggling with this. Well, I mean, The Bears and I is definitely the worst of the three in my opinion Um, there was there were two scenes in that movie that made me cry um in regards to native americans or i think does it take it take place in canada i don't remember but natives um defending their land made me extremely emotional and I think I might have even cried talking about it in the episode when we recorded it. Um, but as in, like, overall, that was a terrible movie. Mm-hmm. Um, man, the sh- Castaway Cowboy had problems. Uh, <laughs> and it's, like, the way that it depicted Native Hawaiians and and um, the way that James Garner's character, like like, his attitude toward them. But I really liked that one. Um, but I think you're right that the Shaggy DA has to be the top dog of these three. Womp. Yep. Uh, plus Bill Johnson joined us on that episode and he was super fun. Yeah. And, and I, I hadn't even mentioned that, but yeah, that, that kind of threw that one into first place. And I just looked up the bears and I, and it was a first nations, um, chief, whose son got killed. So mm-hmm. I think that is U.S. Okay. But. I don't, I didn't remember, but. Okay. Yeah, that one's definitely the worst of those three. All right. Well, we go, we move from two bad movies to a month where we actually covered five movies. We had The Island at the Top of the World, The Strongest Man in the World, Escape to Witch Mountain, and Hocus Pocus 1 and 2 on a double feed. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and say say what I think is going to be your worst, and that's probably the strongest man in the world. 
Because that was a sequel to the Computer War Tennis Shoes, or the sequel to the sequel to the Computer War Tennis Shoes. Yeah. Um, man, it's hard to choose between Strongest Man in the World and um, The Island at the Top of the World. I know. I know you liked that one, but I super did not. Um I mean, okay, clearly Hocus Pocus is number one here. <laughs> Although Hocus Pocus 2 was a slight disappointment. Um, if we're counting that as like one thing because it was in the same episode, then that's top. Um, I love Escape to Witch Mountain. I've watched it since we watched it for this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, I I can't choose worst Um between Strongest Man and The Island at the Top of the World, because I didn't enjoy either of those. I mean, there were elements of Strongest Man in the World that I liked, but it just didn't live up to the original at all. And I know we talked about that in detail in that episode. So I, I don't know. It's it's hard to choose between those two. All right. Well, I'm going to go with you on the best for that month. And now, as we're recording this i am reading the book that i don't know if the disney movie was based on or if the disney movie spawned a novelization of island at the top of the world because i have been trying to read it for i want to say a week and i'm 28 pages in i have fallen asleep three times trying to read this book (laughs) and First of all, there are so many differences between the movie and the book. Like, the the book is based in what would be considered modern times for when the movie was, written, was made. But the actual movie was set in, like, the early 1900s, I want to say. Yeah, I think that is what we maybe decided... Because the sun actually disappeared after taking a helicopter out to try to find the um, graveyard of the whales. And that's about as far as I've gotten in the book. Just hearing you say that um, made me feel sleepy. (laughs) I mean... I can't watch that movie again. (laughs) I'm... Granted, I'm reading four books right now, and that is one of them. But just... Not being able to get into this book after being so excited about that movie kind of is hurting the movie itself. Mm. Because if you if you love a movie and then you like, well, let me go see what this book, what the book that this was based on is about. It and it's two totally different stories. I honestly would like to have seen this book actually get made into the Disney movie just to see if it would have maybe held your attention and not made you fall asleep. Hmm. This sounds like a Forrest Gump situation. Um, Like I know some people don't like the movie Forrest Gump. I grew up loving it. um, But when I was old enough to understand a little more, um, I read the book Mm -hmm. and uh, I, I don't know. I was probably like in my late teens, maybe early twenties, probably early twenties. The book is not at all like the movie. Um, and I hated the book. Um, but that that sounds like what you're 
describing a little bit like you it's not living up to your expectation because you had seen the movie first so just because of what i just described i'm going to go with escape the witch mountain as my top or well no i've already got my top that's hocus pocus so i'm thinking strongest man in the world is going to be the last place for that month but after i finish it in probably three to six months (laughs) Because if I keep falling asleep, I'm not one of those people that's going to put down a book just because. I think the last book that I actually put down was Under the Dome. And I think I put it down for two. And then when I picked it up, I read it in like three days. So I don't know. Speaking of books that are put down and picked back up. November, we had our second part of our um, Halloween special with The Werewolf by Night, The Apple Dumpling Gang, and what may now be the worst movie ever reviewed on this show, The Treasure of Metacombe. Whew. <laughs> well, uh, I am going to say Werewolf by Night was my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, I never, I mean, obviously Werewolf by Night was new, um, but I hadn't seen Apple Dumpling Gang or The Treasure of Metacombe. Um, so Werewolf by Night is my number one. Um, and yeah, Treasure of Matacombe is definitely the worst of these. Um, I remember, like, I think I was mixed on Apple Dumpling Gang, but, like, there was just enough silliness in that one that I, like, enjoyed it overall. But, like, nothing out of these could make, like, there was almost nothing redeeming about Treasure of Matacombe except Peter Ustinov, even though he, he was playing a terrible character. So... Yeah, it's definitely the worst. Yeah, and considering this is our hundred or this is my hundred and twenty second episode that I've recorded, and it took us getting to episode one eighteen to have to put a trigger warning at the start of an episode so that way people could know and decide for themselves that they wanted to download the podcast. So I'm not, I can't even imagine liking that movie. No. And the fact that it's on Disney Plus and there are things that are not as bad that will never be on the Disney um, library ever again because they've basically been written out of existence. And you know what I'm talking about, Song of the South. Um, Werewolf by Night barely edges out Apple Dumbling Gang for my favorite of the month. Mm-hmm. And this coming from a guy that loves the Apple Dumpling Gang. I was going to say, uh, I am I was kind of surprised you said that because I know that you really loved Apple Dumpling Gang. Yeah, I did love the Apple Dumpling Gang, but you give me actual universal monsters, for lack of a better term, and a, well, now I know that it's actually Man-Thing, but something that looks like a Cthulhu monster on a Disney special. And I squealed with glee when I actually saw, what was his name? Was it Steve or Bob Um, or Randy or? (laughs) Hang on. I'm pretty sure I have it in my notes. And see when, and I think we actually talked about this during the werewolf by night coverage. I've, I've read comics, so I know a little, and I listen to, podcast where they talk about werewolf by night so i didn't i didn't realize that this was this werewolf by night and not the 
J. Jonah Jameson's son, which that may be, well, no, J. Jonah Jameson is in Marvel Cinematic Universe, so, but I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to them doing something further with Jack Russell and the werewolf buddy, the Living Cthulhu. Ted. Ted. I was like, maybe I didn't write it down. And then there it was suddenly at the bottom of the page, Ted. Have you met Ted? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that actually brings us to this month. And we have had three episodes this month, not counting this one, because obviously we can't count a episode that we haven't covered, that we don't actually cover a movie as a, as a movie episode. We had Gus, Babes in Toyland, and the Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Oh, this one's so easy. I, it's I'm Gus curious. far and away, right? No. Well, I was wondering if you would put Gus over Guardians. Um, like, I was like, what's Dan going to say? Um, but no, for me, it's definitely Guardians Holiday Special. Holiday Special. Um, <laughs> um, I've had too much sugar today. And um, Gus, like, I know that I probably ripped on it a little bit when, when we talked about it not too long ago. But um, I definitely enjoyed it a lot more than Babes in Toyland. Yeah, I'm I'm sitting here trying to figure out how I could downplay Guardians out of the top spot for for this month. I love Gus. I mean, the nitpicks that I had with that movie were so slight. Mm-hmm. It was like, you can't have two players on the field wearing the same number, so that's my issue with your movie. I mean, if that's the issue, then it's like, well, you can't really have a donkey playing football either. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> but it never says that you can't. That's in true. The book. Um, but, yeah, considering it took us a month to actually get your babes in Toyland put together, mainly because we were trying to figure out if we wanted to actually finish that episode or just leave it on on the cutting room floor somewhere. Um, <laughs> so as it's been like Christmas break, winter break, whatever, um, and, you know, it's, we've watched some holiday movies here and there mm-hmm. um, on our days off. Babes in Toyland keeps popping up in that little carousel. And every time I'm just like, oh, God, please don't let Keaton notice it. Like, please don't let her see that. I don't I mean, I would just I wouldn't tell her she couldn't watch it. But I'm just like, please, please, please. I don't want to. (laughs) Please don't want to. You don't want to have to explain what's going on with this movie. I don't want to have any of it on my screen ever again. Um that's been kind of funny. I like I actually laughed about it the other day because as we're scrolling, every time I see it, I have that reaction. And then when I was home alone scrolling, um, I was like, it popped up. And I was able to laugh about it because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm never watching that again. Well, it's funny that that we're talking. Well, it's not funny that we're talking about this because we decided that we were going to do this like a couple weeks ago, but. <laughs> I was scrolling through Netflix earlier today, and Jingle Jangle popped up. Mm-hmm. Did and you watch it? No, I didn't watch it because we because Bug was in the room, and he's still in that Coco Melon phase, so it automatically goes to either Coco Melon or Ernie mm-hmm. Burt or Thundercats. 
are the three things that he loves to watch now in Mickey Mouse. But I was like, oh, that's Jingle Jangle. I loved that movie. It actually made me cry when we oh, watched it. Oh, you have it. seen it then. Good. Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't remember that was the name of it. Because I was like, oh, that's Jingle Jangle. And Grayson looked at me like, what? And then I had to explain the the backstory on what I was talking about. Because, of course, I talk and don't always give backstories on everything. And so she's like, oh, yeah, that, that one made both of us cry. So, yeah, that if you have an hour and a half to spare, do not watch Babes in Toyland. Go watch Jingle Jangle. Granted, you probably will cry at the end, but it's a good cry and not something that you're not getting this hour and a half of your life like would be if you watched Babes in Toyland. Mm-hmm. So, what else have you been watching on Disney Plus? I know we, I know I didn't talk to you about this. This is kind of springing something on you. No, that's okay. Um, I may let me open my app and see um, <laughs> if it'll pull up. So, I have. I think I'm three episodes into Willow. Um, I'd never seen the movie, so I, I thought I'll watch the series. And it, it's done a good job of explaining who everyone is, so I wasn't totally lost. Um, okay. So I enjoyed that. Well, I, I am enjoying it. It's, there's still episodes left. Um, obviously, like other Christmas movies. And I just started the Santa Clauses, the series. Mm-hmm. Um I think we watched three episodes so far and we really enjoyed it. I was like several people had told me I would, I would probably like it. And I was skeptical because I don't know. I kind of have mixed feelings about Tim Allen. Um, Uh Oh, I know. I know. (laughs) Um, It's complicated. I have a complicated relationship with um, Tim (laughs) Allen, I guess. Does Tim Allen know that you have a complicated relationship with him? Um, but I, uh, those people who told me to watch that were right. I'm really enjoying that. Um, let's see. That's all I can think of, like, off the top of my head. Well, we actually just started the Santa Clauses last night. We've got one or one episode in. We'll probably watch a couple more tonight, depending on how late of a night we want to have. Uh, about the only, I've watched all of She-Hulk. Of course, anything that's Marvel or Marvel adjacent, I've watched this year. I, the only um, Star Wars that I watched was Obi Wan. Was that this year? Yep. Okay, that's that's all the Star Wars, and I know I'm probably going to catch flack, especially considering the fact that I think we're four or five episodes from actually covering Star Wars: A New Hope. And I'm still trying to figure out how to actually handle that. Yeah, like, it's intimidating because it's so big. Well, it's it's so big, and you either you're either a Trekkie or a Star Wars fan. And speaking as someone who is working his way through the um, Star Trek universe as we speak, it's a little intimidating. So I'm trying to figure out who to actually get on the show to cover that. So that way I'm the least knowledgeable person to talk to about it. You're like, are you more of a casual Star Wars fan? I don't think I'd say I was casual because I've watched, I've watched all the movies except for episode nine. I watched the first 
three or four seasons of one of the cartoons. I watched a couple seasons of the, of the other cartoon, but I haven't watched anything that's come on Disney+. Plus. So I'm not Mando, I haven't done Boba Fett, so I'm probably going to catch mega, mega flack from everyone on the show about that. Nah. I think that's okay. I've I've seen the movies. I've watched um, all of the live action series except mm-hmm. Andor. I'm, it's I know it's gotten really good reviews and has been acclaimed, but I cannot get into it no matter how hard I try. Yeah. Um, but I have not seen any of the animated series. Well, see in. In my defense, and this is a very flimsy defense, the animated shows have been coming on, I want to say, for like 10 or 12 years. In one form or fashion or another. Not, I mean, we're talking before they were on Cartoon Network and I would DVR them and then like binge four or five episodes at once. Because it would take maybe an hour to watch, four episodes. So that was... That was how I actually watched the old... I'm still trying, I'm trying to remember what the name of the... It was the first... Never mind. I'm going to do this easier. Just pull it <laughs> up on Because otherwise we'll be sitting here all night with me trying to rack my brain about the um, Star Wars animated. So I am pulling up my app. <sighs> yeah, I've, I've enjoyed... Like, I know a lot of people didn't like Boba Fett, but... Um... We enjoyed it in my house, and of course, Mandalorian is um, a big favorite for us. Mm. When you asked what else I've watched on Disney Plus, I thought you meant like recently. Um, it's been a lot more than I said, but those are the things like that we've been kind of into more recently. Uh-huh. Yeah. It feels like we're in a Star Wars content drought. <laughs> yeah, I watched the Clone Wars. The actual TV show, like the first four or five seasons of that. And I want to say I watched like the first season of Rebel. Because that was just about the time that I was getting married. So that's where everything fell off for me. Now, have you watched the... Because I've got it up here. Have you actually watched the National Treasure show? No, I kind of forgot about it. Like, I, I was aware that it was coming, but I didn't. Obviously, didn't register that yeah. um, that big for me. <laughs> Look, oh wait, do I, for some reason I thought I saw Strange Worlds is already coming. December, ooh, twenty third, the new the Disney movie that's actually I think in theaters right now. Disney Strange World, which looks really good. So it's by coming, the time this episode is out, you will yeah. have seen it. And yeah, if 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 you good. if you are a diehard Disney fan, you will have you probably will have already seen it in the theaters, and probably watched it a couple of times on Disney by the time that we actually air this episode. So drop us a line at Be Kind Rewind Disney. Yeah, Be Kind Rewind DMP. It's been a long week. At gmail dot com. Also, tell me if I am off my rocker with not caring about Avatar. If you're off yours, I'm off mine. I do not. Like, I didn't like the first one. I don't want to see the second one. I knew there was a reason I picked you as a co-host. <laughs> well, I've seen other... I mean, a lot of people love the first one. And a lot of people I know have really loved the second one. 
Um, but I just, I think I watched the original twice. Um, and I didn't, I couldn't get into it the first time. And the second time was really just to see if maybe it was a fluke that I couldn't get into it before. Well, um, I have never actually made it through the movie. I think I watched maybe the first 20 minutes of it and turned it off. And my wife loves the movie. All of her girlfriends love the movie. In fact, I think they post at least once a month whenever whenever they see the new episode come out of, well, now you have to watch Avatar. And it's like an Avatar gift that pops up. And I'm like, I'll get to it in 25 years when we actually get to whatever year the first movie came out. Yeah, I I kind of have FOMO around it, uh, but like I said, the first time I I just was bored, and the second time I watched it was just to see if I was wrong, and um, it just wasn't for me. Well, hey, that'll give you an episode to be sick in <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> I'll watch it, and then I'll probably get ripped for not liking it, but that's okay. I probably will too. All right. So next week we have a, another throwback episode. So that'll give you something to cleanse your palate of the treasure of Metacumbe. If you did actually go back and listen to that episode in two weeks, we will be back with a regular episode and we will be covering the original freaky Friday, which surprisingly came out the same day as the many adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Oh really? Yeah. Well, that's what it says on the on my um, list of Disney movies. So, interesting. We'll see. So you've got your next two weeks worth, or the next three weeks worth of um. You know what I'm trying to say? Words are hard. <laughs> yes, your homework. And speaking as a teacher now, I don't like to give homework because my students don't like to do homework. So we try to give you fun homework, and that's why after we both watch the treasure of metacumbe were like do we really want to give homework ever again <laughs> yeah we could give it a new name maybe we should workshop that yeah classwork <laughs> or i don't know next up <laughs> yeah all right well until we speak again stay safe stay hungry we hope you have a happy 2023 and watch out for the Navi. <laughs> oh my gosh. We're going to get in so much trouble. Hey, we'll see. Talk to you later. Happy New Year. Thank you for listening. You can send us feedback at BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. We welcome any kind of feedback and it might get read on the air in a future podcast. Once again, the email address is BeKindRewindDMP at gmail.com. If you have a moment, please rate and review our podcast on whatever streaming service you are listening to us on. This and word of mouth are the two ways to help us reach a larger audience. Thank you in advance for doing this. Thank you again for listening, and we hope you have a great day. Goodbye. What it is, brother? Welcome to the wrestling program that you didn't think you needed to see. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking, 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 yeah. That was terrible, but Please tell me that recorded. No. <laughs> yes, it did. Yes, we got the outro. <laughs> thinking, 
the cream of the crop shall rise to the top. Yeah. 